Good afternoon. Welcome to Lunch Pail Daily. It is Monday. We made it past the weekend. Hope everybody is having a wonderful start to May. Um, big thing, I guess, on the docket. I feel like no particular topic, but um, sort of updates as I march toward my goal with Lunch Pail Labs of consistent 20K months. Um, Today, so far, has been pretty standard. I think I'm getting over the... I feel like I've, I've been enough, been through enough of these sort of like waves of, of work that I'm starting to recognize the patterns where it's like, there'll be a week where I feel like, oh man, there's no way I'm going to get everything done. And then weeks where it's like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm on top of it. I feel like I'm on top of it. And we are cresting the wave right now and I can see the light and um, I feel like I'm on top of everything that I need to get done, which is great because then I can do some more strategic work with lunch pill labs and not just be in the nitty-gritty of um doing doing different different work um for for clients which i do love 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 the people who i work with um but i also love getting to think about lunch pill labs at a at a high scale um i guess kind of big topic is vetting clients i saw a very interesting Twitter thread, I feel like Twitter sparks so much, um, that talked about how, like, just because someone wants to pay for work doesn't necessarily mean that that's a good client to, to work with, and, um, really have to think about this idea of like mental overhead so shout out to matt at matt varu i think he just posts really great content on running an agency and freelancing and um he's the ceo of 8020 which is a no-code agency that i so so respect they do awesome work that i've seen um and yeah just like a all-around great thing and yeah talked about mental overhead um, will a client cause undue stress <laughs> seeing any red flags? Will it overwork the team? And um, those things are easy to ignore. And I completely agree with that. I think something that I've learned, I've been very lucky to work with awesome people <laughs> who are just great to, great to, to be around. But um, I've definitely declined client work for the red flags explicitly. And um I think it's something that is hard to or easy to overlook when doing this sort of lead qualification. But for Lunch Bell Labs, it's kind of like a variety of different things. And for transparency's sake, I can even share some insight there. Um, for one, definitely demeanor and energy. You know, it's something that you can't really put um, a sort of sticker on. But if the conversations. <laughs> like before we even start working with a client feel strained or like things are going to be difficult. Um, it's something that I will not take them on as a client for Lunch Pill Labs. I think another big thing is just like, I guess maybe I'd call it wishy-washiness. Um, but if we're, especially if we're going to go into like a fixed scope agreement, there are some people who I work with on more flexible arrangements, in which case this doesn't matter as much because any changes they'll have to pay for, it's like they're like more so paying for 
ongoing time with Lunch Pail Labs. Um, but for folks in fixed scope, like, yeah, too much changing of the mind before we get to actually working is a red flag for me. Um, because even like no matter whether like by the letter of the law, the client is right or the client is wrong, um, even if they entered into an agreement that they were once happy with, like at the end of the day, if the client is not happy with the end product, no matter what the circumstances are, it's just going to be a failure and sucky for everyone. I mean, Launchpill Labs love to have people who are really happy with the work that we produce. And um, I think that feels good for me, <laughs> as well as even when I bring other people on projects, feels good there. Like everybody wants to do good work. And so making sure that, um, and some of these things are unavoidable, but that there is at least like some high confidence um, that the mind is not going to change mid-project. And I think kind of related to that, something I really look for when working with folks is domain knowledge. Um, And what I mean by that is I'm the product person. I'm helping you build something with no code. I know about the no code and translating what you're selling me into something that's with no code or the product and the design and all of that stuff, I'm not going to be the expert on all industries. And so I think it's really, really helpful um, to partner with people. And I really look for people who really have a good reason for what they're trying to build, what they're trying to spend money on. I think if someone's really, really early, and I tell folks straight up, if they even come to Lunchpail Labs to work with us, is like, if they're super early, they don't really know why their product should exist. They don't, you know, they just had this idea and they think it would be cool or neat. All of those things are great. There's so many other like processes that somebody should go through first before hiring on like an expensive agency like Lunchville Labs or whoever before paying people tons of money to help them build something. Um, so yeah, really understanding. And, and it's not even just like on the protection of the client piece um, because you're going to spend a lot of money on something that you don't really have a good reason for building and you're not going to have a good understanding of what needs to get done. You may not even have users to sort of get that feedback on. But even on the Lunch Pail Lab side, I think I've found when I've worked with people who don't have a great reason for why their product should exist or a great understanding of the domain or the customer um then when it gets to the nitty-gritty details i think that's when um there's just a lot of like i think assumption that is going to that often sort of derails a lot of the project and what i mean by that is um you know you'll you'll just get into like silly kind of back and forths about oh, the feature should be this way because I think it's this way. Um, Not to say that I definitely have all the answers of how it should be, but you won't be able to tie it back to like, oh, but what about what, what, like what is the user specific reason? It'll just be kind of like an adding on because, oh, you think this is good and it's your hypothesis maybe and stuff like that, which of course there's still a mix of that, but I think that happens more so when there isn't a lot of really serious domain knowledge. So on the flip side, love, love, love working with folks. Um, especially, I think one big category of folks who I've been working with recently are consulting agencies of various sizes who are in the field. They 
kind of have the service that they're providing with clients and they know that they can productize part of it. Um, and they have a really good understanding of that because they're already selling part of that solution already. And I think those are really fun projects because you, I can kind of rely on the client as someone who knows that piece and can provide good insight of what the end users would like and what that flow would be like. And it's not just thought exercises for both of us because yes. So that, and I think another one is also just like, like free existing businesses, I think is another big thing that I've sort of started to, to harp on. Like, um, even if you, if someone has the money, if they are like, completely 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 idea stage so many other things that they can be doing besides working with my company that's going to charge them quite a bit um to to build their product like no code is awesome there's a lot of stuff you can just spin up really quickly with templates um before you need some sort of really really custom work ideally uh for a lot of folks like I am coming in if I'm not coming in as like, if, if I'm not coming in at the point where like, oh yes, they have, maybe they haven't started on a new product, but they, they're basically doing this as a service already. And there's just like a really clear understanding of what needs to be done and, um, why the product should exist. I'm sometimes even coming in to be that second or third version, um, of a product that they've already built and created on some other format and I think uh, you should definitely get there before going to to an an agency and even especially if you are and I think it also depends like I think some companies we're only at the tip of the iceberg I'd say of like all the software innovation that can probably like exist and not everyone's trying to do a like not all uses of software are startups right like there's lots of different reasons from internal tools to productizing part of some offering that you already have. Um, so I also tend to really think through uh, the the business as well. And I work less these days with completely like, oh, like I'm building this product to start my business. <laughs> um, like I I am launching this product for, yeah, to create a whole, like my whole business. You can launch this product to launch a new product within your business. Um, but, uh, I just find, yeah, if you're completely, completely square zero, all parts of what you're doing are pre-revenue. You don't need to work with a agency. There's so many other things that you can be doing to try to at least get a couple sales in or, do something much cheaper. There's, I find that there's very little reason to move to an agency. Now, if you are already like a whole business, consulting firms, solopreneurs who have great revenue, I think those are really great pieces where you actually do have capital to invest in sort of having a product development partner. And it makes sense. It's like, hey, if you are an accounting firm, there's probably all sorts of ideas that you have for software. Are you going to hire a whole engineering team and like build that internally? Probably not, but you could have the funds to to work with someone who can help you translate what you are seeing into a product. Um, so like launching a new product line, I think those are, are pretty pretty good avenues, but 
yeah, that's just my general general thoughts and sort of turned down um, a fair amount of work. One, for capacity reasons, but also for, um, I think it's very, very important to go through the process of thinking who are good clients, not only on themselves, but like, yeah, protection on both sides. Because it's like, if you are um, completely, completely new, like, and your business isn't making money, like, I don't think, unless if, yeah, (laughs) unless if maybe you had like some previous exit or I don't know something where you just have unnecessary capital to just spend I don't think working with a dev agency to get stuff started there's just so many other options and I'll oftentimes just like shoot people to the template or hey like set up this template or do this softer thing that they should use um yeah so because yeah you don't want to spend your whole budget for your company for starting your company on a product because there's so many other pieces on making that successful you got the distribution you got the sales and it's like we can have all the product discussions but and I can build the most beautiful thing but if you don't have the resources to execute then it's just like not gonna really work out very well in my opinion so (laughs) that that's that with that um and then in terms of yeah, what's on the docket today? Today was actually pretty good. Like I said, I mean, it was, I'm finding, hey, <laughs> whether I like it or not, the days that I, the weekends that I do just shut up and put in a few hours to get some stuff done, I think really sets off the, over the weekend, really sets off the week really nicely. And um, yeah, I think that's like really like the main Main thing, uh, some co-working spaces are opening up in Atlanta, mainly switchyards, and I'm so excited because it is walking distance from where I live, so uh, I'm just happy to be fully vaccinated and also just getting back to working around people, adding some dynamicness to my day. It's not just me in front of my big, big monitor in my uh, room with no windows. Um, so doing doing that and... I have a call with a client in like 10 minutes. We're going to talk through some rollout plan stuff. And then I'm just going to get back into the studio, do some work. Definitely still feeling like I'm slogging through stuff, but it is happening. (laughs) Like I feel like I had to do uh, some, some scope stuff this weekend and it was just like the most painful like couldn't even whatever did it send it over got great feedback it was done it was a painful (laughs) slogging through it but I made it happen so but anywho those are the main main things for today lead qualifications (laughs) let's talk about it um hope everybody has a wonderful wonderful Monday wonderful start to May and I will catch you all tomorrow